0: To gang time. Community. This is gang time.
1: Family.
0: It's gang time. Awareness. There are moments when gang time gets serious. And always remember good luck and Godspeed and Godspeed and Godspeed. And we are live. Let me go ahead and tell you this. Coach, 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 coach. Coach, what's your? <laughs> what's your no good, coach? Let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. So many things to talk about, but let me go in and tell you. Now I don't know the name of it, but yet, but I think we will know the name of it. And you know what we're talking about? The hurricane. Hurricane supposed to be coming here.
2: Now come on, now I. <laughs> I I've seen the projected model mm. today. And it looks like it's hitting the, the ridge of Louisiana, the coastline of Mississippi, and hooking. But, of course, you never know. It's weather. It's unpredictable. It almost reminds you of women. Mm, mm, mm. Let me go ahead and tell you this.
0: We'll take your car in a minute. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to go ahead and say this. The craziest thing that we run into, Coach, is is it seems like whenever we get out of darkness... Something, Something else is ready to come. You know what I'm saying? And we got to be prepared for those things too. So I want to make sure that everybody, um, make sure that you go ahead and have the proper batteries. Make sure that you have the proper um, water. Make sure that you go and have the proper gas. I know individuals are going to be running their generators out there. I want to go ahead and make sure that I always... Give people proper items. Make sure you have it at a, at a, at a correct distance away from your yes. house. Um, Too I many people died.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, having generators in the home, especially gas generators. Yes. You cannot breathe carbon monoxide. Yes. You know that, yes. that, that that's just toxic. You, know?
0: you you think that's a given, but but I'm going to tell you in in today's society, we want to make sure that we go ahead and put those things out there first. Now, other than that, let's go ahead and talk about. You know, um, them Cowboys lost again. But
2: well, man, you know, hey, it is what it is, <laughs> Coach. Right now, it's still the
0: preseason. It
2: oh, is, oh. You know,
0: this doesn't count for anything Hold right up. now. Now, last week, you go ahead and said that the Saints lost, too. So, I had to go ahead and eat that. So, one of us lost, and the other one had a dub. Well, I, I, but you played Jacksonville.
2: I, come on. I understand. I, I, you
0: played Jacksonville. They are baby Alabama-like, okay? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe Alabama might go ahead and give them a game,
2: but. We beat somebody. No. Nah. And look good doing it. I, I I, will admit that. The Saints look good winning a football game and look good in all phases of the game. The last little bit of the football game when I was watching, uh, I don't want to call them backups, but the guys that are playing behind the guys that probably going to be there and they're not. They yes. look yes. so good on, yes. up front. But overall, the team as a whole looks good and it looks as if they're gelling more so. And I think not having Michael Thomas, which a lot of people may disagree with me on this, has helped the team even more so because other guys have had to step up and they had that. to have to depend on one another a little bit more. So it's a share the wealth thing with the Saints.
0: Yes, look, 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 I'm I'm there as well. Um let me go ahead and tell you just other things. You see news. I avoided
2: the conversation about the Cowboys altogether. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> take just take it to take it to hey, the just. winners.
0: Again, if you haven't watched Hard Knocks I need you to go ahead and just watch it. Zeke is funny as I don't know what. Dak love the show. I mean, it, it has some great things. Even though that is not my favorite team, I definitely enjoy seeing football in itself. You know what I'm saying? So today, um, um, the the youngsters go ahead and played out there. Ash was playing against Pineville, and I got a chance to go in and see um, a little bit of football today, high school wise. So I mean, hey, look, we got a lot of teams out there that are quarantined from COVID. And, and, and just having an opportunity to see them out there, I mean, it, 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 it brought joy to my heart.
2: It, it always brings joy to my heart that the teams have an opportunity to play, especially with everything that is going on. If there was ever anything that helps to bring some continuity, some normalcy, and keeps people close together. Yes. You know, sports does that within yes. itself. Yes. And now that we have an opportunity to see sports actually being played, it's a it's a wonderful thing. The one thing that I pray and I wish for all coaches and all teams is that they remain safe. Yes. You've yes. got to preach safety and yes. security to your players, to your team, and not only that, to the people at your school at yes. this particular point because it's it's everybody. You can't go around it. I was watching the news today. I know it doesn't have anything to do with sports, but I was watching the news, and in Florida, uh, the ICU units in Florida are completely maxed out. You know, yes. there's nowhere for anybody to go who's in a critical state. So, what am I saying? I'm saying, as, as people, we have to take this particular virus and this variant very seriously and if we don't start taking it seriously things like football basketball baseball we won't be able to enjoy those things so let's do the little things to make sure that we stay safe that we're out there being able to cheer our children on so that they can enjoy the things that they love to enjoy and i'm happy because the, the children last year didn't get a chance to play as many games, yes. you know? And, yes. and a lot of those seniors didn't have that opportunity to finish out strong like they really wanted to. I mean, so big ups to the Trojans for making it to the state championship game last year. Most definitely. For the, you know, for the Sin-La. Rapids Parish and right. for Sin-La.
0: Right, right, right. Look at this. I'm going to go ahead and say this. You know, football definitely will make lifelong friendships. And this brings us to this segue because I am <clears throat> happy to introduce somebody we both know. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, 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 they are in the box right yeah, here. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and 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 it's a great, it's a great opportunity to say, well, how are the people that you play football with and then you look 20, 25, 30 years from now, what are they doing right now? Let me go ahead and tell you, I'm a fan of this man. Uh, look, it. When June twenty seventh, I'm setting it up. When June twenty seven, two thousand nineteen, I'm looking at the news, and it says that it was a six to three vote. Jeff Powell is the new superintendent of Rapids Parish Schools. Let me go in and tell you, Coach. Like I. I'm not saying that it was up to the level of the birth of my child, right? Right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I cannot go ahead and say that that it was up to the level of I don't know 2009 Saints winning it all. But let me go ahead and tell you, when I when I said
2: I know that guy, like <laughs> like I know this man. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you start to fan out a little bit, like I. Star, celebrity, right there. I know him. He's on TV. I know him. He's my
0: guy, right there. He's my guy. So, so in it, let me go ahead and bring him to the mic because one, uh, just understand that two guys definitely go ahead and respect what you do. And I know that you're a believer in God. You, you, you led by faith. You, you, your story is better than it, it, it needs to be on a movie. Yes. look, people gonna go and say. But well, Joe, boy, you surely are laying it on thick for you, boy. I'm telling you, But overall, I just want you to go ahead and say hello to the, to the listeners out
1: there. Hey, Joe, man, it's great to be on with you guys today. And and, and like you said, man, the, the football and, and other things just bring people together. I remember those years, 25 years ago. And then Coach Oz, I met Coach yeah. Oz about 20 years ago on the Montgomery football field as well so it's man it's just great to be on with you guys so proud of the work that you guys are doing and, and trying to get the word out in the community and nice. i interject
2: for you before go you get in go coach, ahead. Go get it. is that you guys probably don't realize this but my aunt cousin was a teacher at northwood
0: come on now come on Gwendolyn allen oh yes. my word oh miss allen goodness. let me go ahead and tell you <laughs> understand I'm, I'm gonna set this up and i gotta make sure that i tag miss allen into that's this. right miss allen was the strongest woman. That I have literally, she was so truthful.
1: Wow. Okay, yeah. let me
0: go ahead and tell you this. She was a woman that will tell you the truth. And if anybody yeah. else was in that class, you can t- you can attest to that. If you didn't put on
1: deodorant, she was going to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> she still checks on me today. Really? She still checks a- on me today. Blessed, blessed
0: to go ahead mm-hmm. and have, let, let me tell you, I see her, when she smiles, it makes me smile. That's you, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm, I'm just, just to go ahead and get in there, uh, in that we we talking about 2000, no, we're talking about 94, That's graduating right. year, 94. Now, now in that time, I graduated two years later. Mm-hmm. Now, at this time, I'm going to talk about him as an athlete for a minute. <laughs> I've never seen blue when we were in them all blue uniforms, <laughs> yeah, we used to go blue tops, blue <laughs> bottoms. Not a lot of people could go ahead and sport them small pants. <laughs> we were a we were a thicker team, you know what I'm but we had two that was that was ready to go. Let me, let me go in and tell you. Um, I, 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 I remember this vividly. One, we're gonna talk about the Northwestern game. Yeah, where, 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 where in it. We're out there in Logan Sport. And I'm talking about, you know, there was a time in Northwood where we didn't have any home games. I'm talking about we were right. always on the road. That's right. And 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 everything was, was we was in Valdea or we yeah. were we were going to some place. Yeah, no lights. No lights
1: on the football.
0: No lights. Mm. I, mean, I mean, we played with no lights. Mm. I mean, and then if we really wanted to have a home game, we played on Saturdays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know
0: what I'm saying? Now, in it, I, I, I say this because it's, the whole grunt. People ask, did y'all play football? But I believe that we played some of the purest form of football in Northwood High School than other places. Other places had, we played on a team that truly had
1: 20 on it, sometimes even 13. Yeah, I don't think we had 20 when uh-huh. I graduated. <laughs> Everybody played both sides. Every it wasn't, it. <laughs> it wasn't an option to get hurt. It
0: wasn't an option to get hurt. Those were the times what you go ahead and call time out for. <laughs> just so you can go ahead and look, you better walk that off. Because we don't yeah, got nobody, nobody else. else to go and get in this thing. I mean, I, 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 hmm. I talk about those times because those were the best of times. Mm-hmm. I, I and, 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 and now, Jeff, can you tell me, can you tell me your favorite <laughs> moment at Northwood High School and then just football-wise on the field because I already know, because I was there. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you my favorite moment, but I actually got two. They two different experiences, but my, the very best moment was uh, we we would play we well, would play St. Mary's at Natchitoches for on on their home games. We play at Northwestern Stadium, yes. and you know what it was yes. like a little one A school. You get to go up there to the big college stadium, play <laughs> on that turf. Boy, it was always a big game. And, uh, and we, we didn't have but a couple little pass routes because, you know, we, we didn't have oh. like 13, 14 <laughs> players.
0: We weren't going to put the ball in the air too much. We're going to sneak this in, T-O-K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we probably only had one pass. pass. <laughs>
1: <right>. <laughs> and uh And I was playing tight end, and uh, Sean Stark was our quarterback. And we, we – well, well, i tell you, we had some memories. But uh, we were down in to the – they had us pinned down inside the 10, Coach Isaac And uh, Coach said, we got to, we got to get out. Of, we got to get, <laughs> get out of here. So they ran a little hot route, a little hot route where the tight end just goes, gets, pops out. The uh, tight end pops out, and and Sean hit me as I was running. And look, there's a lot of things I've been known for, Coach but I've never been known for being fast. <laughs> In fact, somebody said there's a video out there. So, so it's 92-yard touchdown reception Northwestern said. That's my claim to fame football-wise. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But this is how fast they said I was running, Joe. <laughs> somebody said, Joe, uh, John Thomas said there's a video somewhere. Big John. Big John said there's a video somewhere. He's got me running down the sideline. Got Coach O'Kelly, uh, not Coach O'Kelly, uh, uh, Coach, Mr. Welch. Yes. Coach Welch, he's running beside me. Said, come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. But he's keeping up with me. I get down to the end zone. I about pass out. And that old boy from St. Mary's that was chasing me, he said, man, I've never seen somebody so fast. <laughs> I think Coach Welch beat me to the end zone. Let me go ahead
0: and tell you this. Look, look, where when, when, when I speak upon this, because some people on the outside might go ahead and listen to this, and then they're going to say, where in the world are they located? You know, Look, boys, and I believe that boys had more things than where in the world you came from. Let me go and yeah. tell. You. We look, we had a flashing light. Yeah, Okay? That's right. In, in boys, right. we had a flashing light. <laughs> and guess what we had a, a, a Uncle Albert, you yes, know what right. I'm saying? In some parts that brought Northwood together, that brought all of these places together. We really didn't even go and have that. I mean, you talk about Clifton, you're talking about Moro, you're talking about um, of a ra- Taylor Hill, Taylor around Hill, the yeah. by, mm-hmm. Some of these places that we know the name of, and you have to live there to know those places. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're like Rapid Station. I'm talking about if you want to see one of the biggest trailer parks that you can go ahead and run into. Go into Rapid, go, right. go, go go to Rapid Station, and you will go ahead and see not just a row, but it is rows Rose. of a neighborhood mm. that's back there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then those are the things that kind of bring the true element of who in the world we are. Mm-hmm. If if you can go ahead and tell us a little bit about your child life, and just go ahead and tell us where you go ahead and grew up, and where you go ahead and claim your fame, man. And then <laughs> hey, you know, before we know the star of who he is, Mr. Jeff
1: Powell. I don't know about star, but I tell you, I'm a blessed man, Joe. I tell you, Coach, it's it's been a it's been a life that that God has blessed me and my family. You know we grew up it was a you know my, my parents divorced when we were young you know one of my little brothers uh you know died when we were young it was a tough tough situation and uh you know we grew up it was it was five boys man yes. in in one little old rent house two bedroom rent house wow. so mom and stepdad in in one room and all of us piled up in them bunk beds right, <laughs> right, right. in that other room and and you know it's it's funny everything from that you hear so much, so much controversy about that, you know, there was there was no racial issues on our street, man. We we was all equally poor. <laughs> we equally my, my, poor. my next door neighbor was Hispanic, my neighbor next to him was white, my neighbor next to him was African American. Look, we all slept at each other's houses, we right. all ate at each other's tables, we all you know, it was yes. no no none of this some of this other stuff you hear about now, man, but but we was all just equally poor, but but we didn't know it. We didn't know it. Right. You right. know, we just we just were living that life that, that God give us and and uh, so I spent most of my time there growing up in Bryan, which is right next to College Station, where Texas A&M University is. So that's where my affinity to mm-hmm. Texas A&M is, mm-hmm. uh, growing up through Go the Vegas. Boys Club. Yep. <laughs> the Boys and Girls Club, I'm a product of the Boys Club, man. That's how, that little $2 annual membership card. So, yes, mm-hmm. That's where I learned to play basketball. That's where I learned to play, uh, you know, everything that we did, we did to that uh, that little boys club there in Bryan. And it uh, was a, as a cheap babysitter for my mom, you know, to have yes, all indeed. these boys around. Yes, and a little old church van man i think my mom would pick would throw us in any church van to come pick us up man <laughs> we would be out there sunday morning get dressed uh, so you
0: say so you're saying the the, the summer um, whatever church was given the, 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 <laughs> the one week, uh, um, uh Christian, the Bible school. Hey man, We I, did it all. I we was Baptist
1: there? for a while. I was Pentecostal for a while. I was assembly <laughs> of God for a while. We were, we was whatever bus, whatever bus would pick us up, man. But it was, it was good. my mom and dad, my stepdad, man, they did so good. They were, they were working, working class. You know, they, yes. they, they, they worked to work every day and, and took care of us, always provided for us. We never went without. And then, um. When I was when I was in high school, I finished my my freshman year over in Bryan, and uh, came over to stay with my dad for a couple of weeks during the summer, and uh, just as soon as I got over here down and talk about you got to know the you got to live there to know these places, yes, right? Yes, you got to. Uh, yeah, it. some of y'all don't know there's a little suburb between Boyce and Flatwoods. It's called Sharp. Oh, and uh, sharp, I know. sharp Louisiana I know. I, know. I know I had to drop some kids off you <laughs> know what I'm saying most uh, Whispering Pines Road in Sharp is where I, I finished my high school career 10th tenth, tenth grade through 12th grade and that's where uh, started going to Northwood, and uh, some of the best memories of my life, you know, uh, spending time out there. Uh, he, he's talking about there the wasn't the but two two guys that could wear those small pants. I know he's talking about Bradley LeBlanc with yes, the other people. <laughs> <was talking> <laughs> go, go ahead and tag him on this one <laughs> when, you post, when you post it, too. Brett, look, Bradley LeBlanc. <laughs>
0: and, and, and I hate to go ahead and even bring these things. and they go like, Why in the world are you acting like y'all on a porch or something? <laughs> Bradley LeBlanc. Could make the best chicken sounds I have ever heard <laughs> in, my, in, 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 my in, in my life. I don't remember the
1: chicken okay, sounds. Okay.
0: <laughs> let me go ahead and tell you. He was a comedian one. Mm. He would make you laugh at every moment. And then he could make these sounds that 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 still amazed me. You know what <laughs> I'm mean? saying? But but in it, coach, we talk about these things. We talk about these these these, these fellowships that we were yeah. created. Yeah. And, and and honestly, when we were at Northwood, understand. Do you remember what they call Northwood?
1: They call it the New School. The new school. The That's new right. School. Because it had only been around a couple years. Right. I know when I moved here, it had only been around a couple years. They had closed Wettermark Cl- and, closed and built Wettermark. the new school. Yep.
0: And and in it, that was the first time that mm-hmm. I mean, you have to understand what Boyce Junior High was. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what Wettermark mm-hmm. was. And now you have brought a mentality mm-hmm. from kind of Somewhat poverty, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, back in the in, in the ages, and now you didn't put us into this new school. Right that that was a tough thing. That was tough mm-hmm. to acclimate a lot of people from because we wasn't accustomed to the new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like we were accustomed to desks that had already been written on, <laughs> that that books that was kind of kind of oh, yeah. like rough yeah, and and right. everything else like that. So I remember. Getting into this place in the smell of the paint. <laughs> now, now now I know this is gonna go and sound crazy for people, but I had never smelt something new and then how shiny the floors were. Right. And right. then I'm walking on this thing and I felt like I was out of place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. really out of place. Now coming from coming from you know sharp and coming from Northwood of 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 not a lot of hope there, mm. you know. Have you ever felt out of place in any place that you didn't go ahead and came into, yeah. you know what I'm saying, in, right. in your career?
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, I I wouldn't say out of place. You know, I tell you, I, I trust in God, Joe, that he he's always given me strength and courage and, and you know, the fortitude to kind of feel like I was where he needed me to be and wanted me to be. And so I think uh, when I came to Northwood, it was a little bit of a shocker for me because I was coming from a town that the high school had four thousand students in it just tenth through twelfth grade. Now wow. now I don't I'd only come through the new intermediate school that went eighth and ninth grade with, with probably almost two thousand students in right. it. So then I roll up to Northwood yeah and there wasn't that many kids pre-k to 12 (laughs) and uh around that time i think we had 900 close to a thousand students there during that time it's 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 this decline now but um but yeah i think that was a little bit of a culture shock but we had we were such a family out there that's what i remember about northwood we were such a family and you know it didn't matter when you got the snot knocked out of you at the on the football field right. you know you were all still just helping each other up and, and and doing doing your thing and and that's one of the one of the fondest memories still still the names we've mentioned tonight you know and and others that that are just we we're, were just a family
0: yes 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 and, and and it felt like for me you know going back down memory lane it was us against the world yeah. like, like, right. like 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 yes. like when we get off the bus Believe me, we wasn't putting no fear in the That's You know what I'm saying? You know how we
1: know? You know how we know? Because when you get out there and you play an evangel baseball, yes. and 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 they they twenty run you or ten run you in three, three innings. innings, and you know you it's us against the world. When the coach was smart enough to have brought a box of new balls, so your players should go out there and get the autograph oh. of everybody that plays for evangel. I still got Josh Booty's signature, signature on a baseball that stays in my drawer of my house.
2: That's it's us and, against and, the and, world, and coach. I've been twenty run. A couple of times, man. Oh, baseball. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you the truth, man. I, quick story has nothing to do with what we're talking about tonight with Coach uh, Powell, with Mr. Powell over here. But I'm telling you, we go to Evangeline to play, and I'm talking about nobody hits the ball. I am the only one in the third <laughs> inning who gets up and gets a base hit off of Josh Booty. Come on! The only hit, only run we score all night. I even scored. I even stole second base, coach. No. Yeah. Slow it, down,
0: it, coach. I, slow
1: down. No, you had us. You had us out of You
0: I would have. I would have said, I, I, "Hey, hey. Look, look, let me now, look, Coach Clark, now look, you're look, telling look, me you stole look, a base." Yes, now. sir.
2: I'm, I'm telling you, coach. I stole a base. Let me tell you why I stole a base. Because <laughs> when I took off running, the catcher caught the ball, and he just kind of, kind of had that stunned look on his face, like. I can't believe he's actually running. (laughs) And so he held the ball. By the time he decided that he was going to throw it, It I was already standing on second base. He just threw it back to the (laughs) (laughs) pitcher. He was was, was like, are you kidding me? Is he actually trying to run? He just threw it back to the pitcher. he just threw it back to the pitcher,
0: man. Now, now, in it, you know, we we go in and we go to college. We go in and go in from Northwood. Can you go ahead and tell me how – how going into a college mm-hmm. range, tell me where and where you, went to, where, where, yeah. where you went to college at and how you felt prepared or underprepared from leaving from such a huge school to a small school and yeah. ca- kind of kind of yeah. w- walk me through that. In, well, in the, in the
1: you way. know, for, for me and our family, I was the first one to go to college. Yes. Um, yes. And so I wouldn't have been able to do that without joining the Louisiana Army National Guard. And I strongly encourage our young people today just to... Number one, the military is always a great option. But two, if if you, you if you're not not afraid to go in the military, but you do want to stay around the house, you know, the yeah. National Guard's a great opportunity. One hundred percent tuition exemption. Just met with the recruiters here lately, uh, last week in my office. Um, and you get to you you learn a job skill. They pay you to go they pay you for college, they pay for your books, they pay your loans back, well, you know, yeah. all, it, it, anybody that wants to, to do that has the drive to do it. it. It's great. And and it just gives you some good, going to basic training was one of the best things that ever happened to me, you know, as far as trying to instill discipline and, and those types of things. And forge more relationships. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes. So uh, so I thank God for that opportunity and, and have brought that that opportunity into my life. But uh, So then back in those days, LSUA was not a four-year institution, yes, right? Yes. It was still just a, a, a two-year institution, go generals. so I, uh, that's right, go generals. Uh, so I've spent three and a half years going to LSUA. Of course, you got to remember my wife and I got married right out of high school, Okay. Wow. right? So my wife graduated in uh, high school in May of 95, the second half of her year, of her senior year, she had an engagement ring on her finger mm. and then she graduated in May and then we married in December the same year she graduated high school. You, so, you so. stood.
0: Now, hold up. Let's go ahead and take a poll. Yes. Because we always have to go ahead and mention our wives. Our wives are definitely the best part of
1: us. Hey. So
0: can you go ahead and tell us how long you've been married?
1: Okay. We're uh, be twenty six years in November. Blessed. That's Blessed. Make sure years. to look, look, look. Always shouts out to those
0: individuals that um you know, you know, that are fighting the fight. And we know that how tough that is, especially being with somebody that she has to go ahead and share you with yeah. so much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, being a, a man of service, mm-hmm. she has to share you and share your time. She's you know the saying? best
1: of the best. And she keeps me humble, too. So <laughs> <laughs> She probably does that yeah. better than anybody else. I'm sorry for going ahead, Paul. So, so now we're yeah. in the
0: National Guard.
1: So in the Guard, got married. Got married. I left I left my house, my, my parents' house, two weeks after I graduated high school for basic training. I never went back. So I've been on my own since since then. And uh, so we, we we were married, put ourselves through school. She was she's, she's the brains of the family. She got scholarships, was at LC. Mm. And uh, so we got to my last, so God provides, I'm gonna just tell y'all. Got to my last semester going into college, but LSUA didn't, wasn't offering the classes I needed to graduate. I got my, my undergraduate degree is in business administration. I didn't go into education, gotcha. uh, business gotcha. administration. And uh, so I had to commute down to Baton Rouge to finish my degree. And so I was going down to Baton Rouge uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. My first class was the early class at eight o'clock in the morning. Then we have night class to uh, uh, nine o'clock at night. I think I was taking fifteen hours on the grind. On the I mean, just hitting it, driving to Baton Rouge two days a week, and then I was painting how painted houses through through college. So that's my that's the trade, the oh, skill yeah. that I okay. I so uh, AOK painting. Got to give a shout out to Alan Scudzich, great mentor in my life. Um, but anyway, he, he taught me to paint, painted houses all through college. And, uh, so when I finally graduated in, in 99, uh, it was with a, a bachelor's degree, uh, in business administration from LSU. That's what and, I'm talking about. And, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Go but God, it. I mean, that's the only yeah. way, right. Right. the right. only way right. that it happened So,
0: so in it, the transition, you're coming back home, you, you like, like, like you have to go ahead and come back. Now I got a business, business administration yep. degree
1: <laughs> yep. and I'm
0: saying, what do I do with this? Right.
1: Well, and I—I I knew I wanted to teach, Coach. Okay. I knew I wanted to teach, but I—I I got this degree, and somehow wound up getting a job at. Uh, remember S and K Men's Wear, yes. the suit store right there yes. off Jackson Street. Yes, sir. Right. Yes. So uh, somehow I landed over there. Man, they hired me as the store manager. Okay. I, I have no retail experience, but I had like, that degree, though. That it was degree. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, we so, got uh, one suit in here that nobody
0: else can wear. If he can you- wear it. He gets
1: he was, the job. <laughs> <young>. <laughs> so uh I did that, but I knew I wanted to teach, man. I was coming home kind of miserable every day, man. So uh somebody somehow I found out that uh, there was an opening out of Montgomery High School for wow. a science teacher. There I don't even there. know how well I tried to get on in Rapid's Parish, but back in those days, if you weren't a certified teacher, you weren't getting a job in Rapids Parish. Yeah. Right, you know. Right. And so I went out there and met with uh uh Mr. Uh Mr. Tarter. Sammy yes, Tarter Tarver. Tarver. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and then uh, coach, uh, I mean, Mr. Uh, Tommy Brumley. Yes, they interviewed me and hired me on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yes, so we, said, uh, we need this. guy. That's yeah. right. This so, guy
0: has that spark.
1: <clears throat> I became the high school science department for Montgomery High School, and uh, worked out there. Man, I tell you, you want to talk about? You know, sometimes they'll say you go to a rural community. And uh, and people don't accept you right if you're not from there. It's hard to talk. And uh, those people made me. They welcomed me from the first day I got there to the day I left. One of the hardest things I ever did was when I left Montgomery High School. Come on, come on. They uh, such a family. Coach Brian Williams, uh, Mr. Vic Dubois became principal later on. Um, All those folks, Rebecca Fletcher, people, Julia James, who wound up over at Ash teaching advanced math. She she was out there. So many, so many great teachers who poured into me very early on and uh but i spent about three and a half years teaching over there before i went over and joined my good friend mr benji Legrand who was principal at a drop what was it at that time drop from junior, junior high, high now grant, grant junior mm-hmm. high We yes. I, but we talking about the old building the old building. old airplane yes. hangar airplane at the gym yes. Yes. and uh yes. you know i coached out there and and taught was a, a math teacher my, my certification was in middle school mathematics that's what i wound up teaching and I spent three years over there while I finished up my master's degree and uh you know again but God you yeah. know finished my master's degree and as soon as I did the Lord orchestrated a, a meeting where some people that, that you know a, a principal that needed a assistant principal was at a table with some folks that knew me from Grant Parish and mm. when they said they asked uh Carol Passmore at Buckeye High School said have you have you hired somebody to replace David Brasham a good buddy mm-hmm. a retired principal uh, said no, and you know she started telling what they was uh, looking for, and this lady that I'd had one or maybe two graduate level classes with at Northwestern said, "Do you know a guy named Jeff Powell? I think he would be a great fit." Wow, them. God is good. So she, so Carol Passmore said, "No, I don't know her." This the D Martin was this lady's name, Coach Robbie Martin's wife. Yes, She's the one that that, yes. that dropped my name. And then who else was sitting at the table but uh, Patty Williams? <laughs> right? Patty Williams, who taught, longtime teacher at Grant, right. and then I think she moved into administration. She Her husband was, uh, you know, uh, done uh, done it's done. Brian Williams' uh, sister-in-law. Yeah. Anyway, his brother's wife. Mm-hmm. Well, she and I had commuted together some back and forth to Northwestern, taking our graduate. She had my phone number, mm-hmm. so she gives the phone mm-hmm. number to Carol Passmore. Carol Passmore calls me for an interview. I go out there, I do two or three interviews. She hires me uh, as assistant principal at Buckeye High School, and again, another rural community, yeah. but I'm telling you, I had some of the best memories of my working career are my two years that I spent as assistant principal out there at Buckeye High School. I was one year I dealt with discipline, the next year uh, uh, Mr. Floyd became principal across the street yeah. at yep. uh, Hayden R. Lawrence, yes. and so I became the assistant principal of Curriculum and Instructions where I met John Garrett, who's our assistant superintendent. He yes. also he became assistant principal out there with me. We worked as assistant principals together. And uh, and I tell you, as uh, two of the best years of my life. And then uh, at the end of that second year, um, uh, again, God God just orchestrated some things. Uh, became principal at Taoga Junior, Junior High School. Junior. Uh, yes. Was yes. able to spend five just wonderful, wonderful years there. My wife is a Taoga graduate, so we were we were going home as far as right. she was concerned. Right. You right. know and uh and just lifelong friends uh from over in that in that community and uh really enjoyed my five years there and then I actually people some people don't know this I actually put my name in the hat for the superintendency when Tony Odomar got Mm it. so I don't I was young you know I was probably 35 36 years old something like that and uh put my name in I don't I think I made the first cut but didn't make the second cut because they had 20 some applicants for it. right right and uh but when Mr. Odomon was hired, he did a reorganization at the central office. And for the first time that I know of in the history of rapid he created a director of middle schools and magnet programs yes, position. I remember that. And I applied yeah. for that and got it, you know, after five years of being principal there. And uh, so it, it was a great ride there. And I did that for three and a half years before uh, Dr. Freon. Mm -hmm. who was Mr. Odoman's assistant Assistant superintendent. Superintendent. He became superintendent back down where he's from, outside of, I think he's originally from around Donaldsonville, which is Ascension Parish, but uh, uh, he became superintendent in Iberville Parish, which is uh, just outside of Baton Rouge, and uh, he asked me if I would come be his assistant superintendent. Now, you want to talk about tough decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, you want to talk about a boy that was rooted in central Louisiana. Yes. You know, very active in our church, very active in in ministry, very active in just the community. Large family. Mm-hmm. We had bought the last house we had ever planned to buy. I mean, we were done. <laughs> right. We were settled. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were done. And uh, and when that that possibility came up, in fact, at first I didn't even consider. It's like, yeah, well, yes, yeah. distraction. I'm I'm good. You right. know right and and then just the more my wife and i just i went up mentioned it to her at some point and uh we prayed I, i'm gonna tell you i probably prayed and fasted more about that that one decision than i have just about anything else in my life when you decide to uproot your whole family right um, right don't, remember i've got six kids yeah. you know my mother-in-law lives with us yeah so it, it's a package deal with house, right. right. and uh but Everybody you know what? Comes along with Everybody comes. Everybody comes. Everybody comes. So we uh, we had a little family meeting once we felt like that's what God was is wanting to do, and uh, and we wound up going down there.
0: Now going through these roads here, and, mm-hmm. and 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 we're going back to, you know, June 27th. June 27th has to be a great day. We we get a. I'm saying we because guess what? A piece of me is is within you yes. and, and everything else like that. You know, you walk in for the first time and yeah. you're saying i'm sitting in the big chair how <laughs> heavy is it to sit in that chair i don't think people realize when we're talking about the education of all children in this yeah. parish of how heavy that weight is can you go ahead and just kind of give us a little taste of that
1: <laughs> oh you're gonna make me get emotional man <laughs> i'll tell you first of all i i, I, I never get it still moves me when I hear people announce me and announce Jeff Powell, Superintendent of Rapids Parish Public Schools, because it's, it's a surreal thought. Yeah. Because um, I'm just a poor boy from 24th Street in Bryan, Texas. You know, and I, I, I never want to forget that, because yeah. that's, that's who I am. My mama raised me, my, you know, it's... Um, but when it comes to to the, the, the weight of, of being superintendent, there's no way to take it lightly because right. it's it's a heavyweight when you think about the fact that 21,000 students 3300 employees right right that's a lot of people yeah and an entire community because if you don't have a good education system if you don't have a good education system you don't have good churches you don't have a good community yeah. right that's that's just the way it is true and so every single day, what drives me to get up every morning to make sure I, I spend time with the Lord, and what drives me to to spend time contemplating every decision. Every every decision is big, and that that was one of the things when I first became superintendent. Is and 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 it, it was like that it's, when you're a principal, it's like that too. But, yeah, yeah, but yes, when you're superintendent, you realize no conversation is a light conversation, yeah. no decision is a light decision. You know, I, I remember talking to. You know, we I interview, I, I participate in the interview process for for every principal, because it, those are the biggest decisions we make. Principals are the most important positions with teachers that, that in a school system, because right. I mean they are they, the leaders of those buildings. And I remember talking to a candidate one time, and uh, you know it was a follow up interview that I was doing over the phone, and uh, and that 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 candidate said, you know, Mr. Powell, I have prayed about this, and and I know that God's will is going to be done. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason when that candidate said that, man, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're praying for God's will to be done. And I'm the person yes who's going to make the decision. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So I better be praying.
0: Yes. Right?
1: And I better be fasting yeah. for every single one of these things. And so, you know, I, I to me it it's what the the weight that you speak of, yeah. The, the burden is what drives me. It's yeah. the motivation. Every single child in Rapids Parish, I can see me in. Right. Every right. single teacher, I can see me in. Yeah. Every principal, I can see me in. I, and 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 I, I know that we all want what's best for our community. And so uh, so it, I love it, man. I right. love it. I eat it. I breathe it. I drink it. I I love it. Right. Right.
2: Right. Just to interject. This week, that was um, my sermon thought for our church. And uh, we were talking about uh, Jesus getting to the point of actually being able to pray, not what I want, Mm -hmm. but God, what do you want Mm -hmm. for me? And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we miss out on that because we're always trying to push our agenda over God's agenda And we miss God and miss an opportunity to do the will of God because we want to do things the way that we want to do them. And so to hear Mm. the story of, you know, somebody being able to say those words and it resonates on us and how it sits on us because we have to wear that weight every single day. That's right. Right,
1: right. Not not my will, but thine. Thine. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, know, I I even look at it like this, um, Jeff. It's it's one of those things that these are your people Mm -hmm. in every walk. In every school, in every place that you had to go ahead and go, even at the smallest place, even even when you were selling suits, mm-hmm. all of these people are your people. Right. And then this is where it gets this is where it gets tough, mm-hmm. Coach Clark. And and, mm-hmm. and 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 you can attest to it. Sometimes going back home is the toughest place. Mm. Yes. It's mm. because they know mm-hmm. you before. They knew you. Like I, I, I guarantee, and I, and, and I'm, I'm speaking upon this because, you know, Jesus, outside of his own home dwelling, yeah, was was people were in awe, right? But he goes back home, and individual he was faced with certain things that he didn't face in other places. Right. Yeah, right. I'm saying so. Sometimes, I can see when you're leading your own people people will doubt certain things just because they knew you before you were able to make decisions. You know what I'm saying? So so that's an added weight as well. Trying to convince that I'm not the person that I was when I was young. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know, but I think there's a balance there too, though, because one of the things, because I agree with you, that when when you're looking at people that have known you for years Mm -hmm. and know where you're from, they they can go to the trailer that you were living in, Yeah. right? I mean, they, they make they, it a they, point to point it out. They to they, <laughs> they, they, they can't. But I, I'm gonna tell you, I don't know. I can't think while you're speaking. I can't think of one experience since I've been back as superintendent where anybody has made me feel that way. Wow. If anything. It's been exactly what you said coming into this. You know, people are proud. Of, they, they see what we're trying to do. They want, hey, Jeff, how can I help? How can yes. I support? You know, we talk about the theme of better together. You know, I yes. say it all the time. Yes. better it, together. But, but it's who we are. I, I told I was telling a group of, of, of coaches and stuff the other day, I said, hey, hey guys, that's not just words. That you, some of y'all may think I'm a politician, right? You think I'm just out there saying whatever. No, no. It's who we've got to be. Yeah. Our kids have got to see us as better together. It doesn't matter who we are, where we're from, what school we had in. as a community, Brad Peake's parents, we're better together and they, everybody needs to see that. And so since being superintendent, I remember having my first meeting the day after I got my contract, went and met with all the, uh, the principals. We met at Pineville high school, met right. them in the library. And it was a, I cried. I'm gonna tell you, I cried because I'm looking at people that knew me Yeah. and, and they were, for the most part, I believe at least they made me feel like they were they were proud to see one of their own right being in that situation, and uh, and, and it, it's allowed for. I'll tell you where it's where it's hard is when you have to have those hard conversations. Right. But you know what? When you love people, right, you got to have the hard conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I'm so thankful that that the principals, the board members, the the leaders in our community. Uh, that I've had the opportunity and the privilege to to just be able to interact with and, and, and make decisions with, it's been so great, man. It's been so great.
2: And, and can I tell you, the first time that I really had the opportunity to, to meet Coach Powell, and he was Coach Powell then, mm-hmm. you know, um, we were at Montgomery working with junior high school kids. <laughs> going, go junior high. Go, junior, yeah, yeah go, go Tigers, go junior love high school, it. and – From the very first day that we met, it was almost an instantaneous connection. Mm -hmm. And most people don't think that those type of connections happen in life, Mm -hmm. but they do. Mm -hmm. There was never a person at Montgomery High School who was more genuine, Mm -hmm. who was more kind, who was more considerate than Coach Powell was. Mm -hmm. And he loved and he cared about every one of his students, and not just the students, but he cared about every teacher that was Mm -hmm. there, every person that was there, the community at large. And I'm not just saying it because he's not paying me to say this. Right, right, you know, right. So, I'm, so I, I had no reason to blow smoke about it, but he cared. Yeah. And I think every person that's ever come up with him or ever has the opportunity to get to know him will know that he cares about every single aspect of their lives. Mm. Not just what they do on the surface, but every aspect of their lives. And not only does he care, he's praying about their lives, Mm -hmm. that they're in a position to do the best that they can possibly do. So meeting him at Montgomery helped me because it also helped to shape the faith that I have now and the Mm -hmm. belief that I have now. And I'm not just saying those things just because he's sitting here, but these these are true things. Leadership, Coach. Leadership comes in many forms. And you don't have to be the loudest voice or the biggest person in the Mm. room. But it's just something that you have within you that Mm. commands other people to pay attention to the things that you do. He called me after um, uh, leading a seminar with teachers Mm. to come and just do a prayer. Mm. I just started pastoring my church in Alexandria. And he called me to come and do a prayer for him. And that day, it was cemented in my spirit. And I'm telling you this now because I've never had a chance to tell you. It was cemented in my spirit that day that you were going to go to the highest position oh. that you have right now. Oh. And it's just a blessing to be able to sit in the room and say, you know what? I knew him then, but I thank God I know him now. Wow. Yes, indeed. You know, because nice those connections that. are huge. Thank you for yes, that. Yes, indeed. That's so awesome.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and we're ending this segment right here. I... <laughs> If, if, if you wanted to hear the buzz around Pineville High School, let me go in and tell you, once I go in and told them who was going <laughs> to be on this show, there was some questions that happened from the Automatic. Hold up. There was some questions that happened in the community to say, this is what I need for him. So now it's about that tough right here. <laughs> right. <'Cause now laughs> it's talking about having the a group. tough
2: conversation, right? Okay. okay. If you love somebody.
0: Here we go. The main complaint, now this is the number one from
2: parents,
0: is when can they expect the bus situation to be fixed? This is the the first question. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm asking it so they don't be like, no, you just let him off. Oh, coach, you just go (laughs) (laughs) ahead. Wait, 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 coach.
1: What did I I text you yesterday? What did I text you yesterday? (laughs) Hey, your son got a bus yet, man? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> That's he, he said, it's, "It's your son. Have your son got on the bus?" You know what I'm saying? I, I listened to the to the start of the podcast from, from a couple weeks ago. He said, "He said, let me tell y'all, we in day four, my son ain't seen a bus yet." <laughs> Look, uh, uh, there's no question that the transportation piece has been something this this year. I, I want to start with saying, to the best of my knowledge. 90 to 95% of it's been, been solved. We've got kids. I mean, here, but, but here's what I want to say. Cause I don't, I don't, I, I understand. It was a mess. You know, I understand. I've, I've apologized publicly about it. You know, what, what, what transpired with transportation is in December of 2020, our board uh, elected to purchase a new routing software at, at our recommendation. And it was because when COVID hit, we realized you know, when other districts were having to try to find buses and all that stuff, because you're going down to 25% capacity, you're not going to get kids to school, you know, because people yes. are very efficient on their buses. Well, we realized that, um, and I can't quote the number right now, but the vast majority of our buses were operating at less than 50% capacity. Gotcha. Wow. So gotcha. what that means for you as a taxpaying citizen in the, in Rapids Parish is we were being grossly inefficient, yeah. Right. And so, rather than rely on man to try to make those decisions about, you know, how, how what what can we do, we purchased what we thought was going to be a routing software that was going to be the most efficient thing. We spent spend a good bit of money, hundred thirty thousand dollars, on a software that hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Oh, yes, I should have handed that to some bus drivers and said, y'all help us out. Yeah. L- l- here's the problem. Y'all help us out, which is kind of where we're going now and so so to compound it you know number 1 the, the software didn't route the way that we were sold on it was supposed to route number 2 the routing software didn't talk to our student information system which is what created the biggest issue mm-hmm. well we started school you know 2 days before we started school based on the information we had from the software company right we were good to go Yes. Yes. You're excited, but now you know the rest of the story. Yes. <laughs> right, right. So, and, and look, I I I want to get give, give Mr. Laurent Baptiste. Yes. We we hired yes. him about a month before school starts, and he knew what he was getting into. Yeah. I asked him sitting in my office before I offered him the job. Do right. you understand? what you're fixing to get into, right. and he absolutely did. He's got 25 years of logistics management, transportation management under his belt, and uh, and he's been stand up with it. He has gone now, I think he's at his <clears throat> sixth out of the 11 feeder system. He's met with six different groups of the bus drivers for the feeder systems, bus operators, and, uh, and has come up with solutions, right. and uh, very excited about where we're going in the future. We're actually now going to, if the board approves uh, t- uh, Tuesday, September se- se- 7th, we're gonna have a lead bus operator for each feeder system that's gonna get paid extra money. Yes. And they're gonna help us with all these routes from now on. I like right? that. So, I like that. Great look, look, yeah.
0: Solutions, you know, leaders go in and come up with solutions whenever, you know, there 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 definitely was not a plan before, but now we're dealing with the problem. And just know out there, parents, that we have people that are definitely attacking this every day. Absolutely. Every day. You know what I'm saying? You know, now, again, that was from the parents. Yeah. Okay. Second item from parents, because we go ahead and talk about this a lot, is the issues with COVID. Yeah. You know, um, can you go ahead and speak about, now, um, KLB go ahead and came out with a couple of things. We're talking about how many positive tests we go ahead and have. Can yeah. you go ahead and give us a little bit more accurate of how we're kind of leveling out? compared to other schools, or are we kind of big, are we bigger, are we smaller? Yeah, or yeah. Can, can, can you help us with that?
1: So, so numbers are fluid, of course, you know, and that's, that's not just politicians speak. That's, you know, the numbers each, each day. So You know, one day you may have, you know, five kids get, you know, to test positive in one school, at least a big quarantine rate. Um, I can tell you, I was looking at the numbers before I left the office. Our team is, is working on making sure we always have accurate data. And uh, and when you look at the cumulative data right talking about from july 1 that's when we started just like we did last year july 1 we started looking at the data up until right now at least as I, as the time when i left the office this afternoon about three and a half percent of our students have tested positive gotcha. now one of the new data points you're going to see us start reporting this week yes because i last year i just reported cumulative weekly or, or excuse me every two weeks in cumulative data throughout the year so at the end of the year you could see that all year we only had three percent test positive well, starting this week, I'm gonna be reporting the data the same way we did last year. Right. But then I'm also going to give you a right now snapshot of like <clears throat> the only students that are still quarantined right now are those that were quarantined in the last two weeks. Yes. So the cumulative I don't want people to constantly see this cumulative number of oh, there were four there's four thousand students quarantined. Well that's since July one. Right. right? right. That don't right. mean that four thousand students today weren't in school. Right. Yes. Yes. And so
0: the data can be misleading that,
1: that's correct and I, I just believe in more information is better I, I, I'm not going to try to interpret it for you you can you can you know listen to it or look at it and see do what you want I just want to make sure the act the most accurate data is out there so um, as far as where we are compared to other districts i I, I have several different text message groups that, that uh, involve superintendents from all over the state and so I know yesterday we were all kind of sharing like okay hey what's y'all's positivity regular? All of us were right around the same number as far as, far as positivity rate. Right. Now, what gets us in Rapids and, and really here in central Louisiana, I'm going to tell y'all, is uh, we we have some tremendous nurses. I want to give a huge shout out to yes. our nurses, our nurse coordinator, Miss Monica Frazier. They are they are in it to win it. Let me yeah. tell y'all, they are in it to win it. Uh, and and they, they deal with all those phone calls and cussings out when they got...
0: <laughs> Pineville has a great one. She walks up all day... Measuring from this, there you go. <laughs> Her measuring stick there is for go. real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but 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 yes, yes. So so in it because it it brings me to um uh, the number one question from my teachers in this thing because mm-hmm. that's the only way I'll be able to save face at Pineville High School. That's the only way I'm you're going into to go to school tomorrow. Right here, here we go. You. So can you go ahead and explain to us about? Um, You know, a lot of people out there maybe listening to this outside of this region, they don't understand what hybrid uh, um, um, of these days where we're going every other day Mm -hmm. to try to go in and create the mask and to create, you know, Mm -hmm. the separation, more separation. You know, can you go ahead and kind of tell me about it since... I want to say Evolve's parish. I believe that they are converting into this this week. I, I
1: think, yeah. I, I think they started pretty quick. quick. I think they're on. Yeah. Start, started pretty mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. Now,
0: can you go ahead and kind of give us your, your, your mindset about mm-hmm. it or, or, you know, for it or against it or, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, kind of, kind of how it would help. I'm sorry if, if it, if it doesn't go ahead. and. You're, you're good. So so you tell your people, you asked the question. So, <laughs> <go. You> know, <laughs> so, so, so let
1: me tell you what I tell everybody, you know, w- the Rapids Parish School Board is an academic institution. Right. Our number one goal is to educate children, right? Now we do it safely, right? But our number one goal is to educate children. There's no question that the, the best way that almost every child learns is through face-to-face instruction. I may sound like a broken record, but I'll say it again. St- education, teaching and learning is as much, if not more, a relational experience as it is a transactional experience. So our children need to be in face-to-face instruction. So when we talk about making the decisions like we did last year for hybrid schedule. So another thing I want to say before I talk about that is the data now shows that I know folks felt like we were pretty aggressive last year with keeping our kids in school. Well, the data shows that we were very successful, not just keeping our kids in school, but also with the academic achievement that was associated with that. We're in the yes. top 10 districts yeah. out of 72 reporting districts in the state. Our kids did. I mean, we're top 10, top 10. It's been a long time since we've been able to say top, top 10. 10. Yes. So, yes. so And I'm talking top 10. When you talk about Zachary's and Central's and Ascension's and Boj you know, I'm yes. talking about yes. We, yes. we're in the top 10, y'all. Yeah. So, in, in fact, based on our calculations, it's all raw data right now, but based on our calculations, two years ago, the last time data was reported, we were number 30 in the state out of 72 districts. Today, it looks like we're going to be about 24th. So we've moved up six spots as a result of the hard work of our students, our employees, everybody doing what they need to do. So, so I know that we exist to provide the, the strongest academic programming that we can in the safest environment what it, it in terms of the decision making process to to determine whether or not we would go back to a hybrid setting one thing i want to remind everybody is hybrid was really only our high schools and our largest middle schools amen yes mm-hmm. so guess what
2: everybody else those
1: elementary go? schools that have 500 kids 600 kids 900 kids they didn't get the option to go hybrid right. you know why because if our little kids go home then our parents can't go to work Right. Yeah. We only did hybrid for the older kids because we knew most parents were a little bit more comfortable with them being able to stay home. So the, in order for me to, to consider a decision to go back hybrid again, that there's two data pieces that I'm looking at. And Dr. Holcomb and I talk about this as well. If, if for some reason we see that the evidence is showing that we're spreading COVID at school, so in other words, a kid tests positive, we quarantine 15 kids, and those 15, because they were close contacts, and then those 15 kids wind up testing positive for COVID. Right. That tells me we've got something we need to be concerned about. If it's jumping that quick, to, to get, that's something we need to be concerned about. Maybe we need to quit bringing kids to school. So so there's one. As of right now, right at two weeks in right now, yeah. I have no evidence of that. I so that's the first thing. The second thing, and, and this one's huge too, if our employees start having a high positivity and or quarantine rate to the point that I can't safely bring children on a campus right. because I can't monitor them, yeah. I can't keep a school open. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So yes. so outside of those two things, or the governor shutting us down, right? I, it is my goal, it is my hope that we keep kids in school every day. I got
0: you, I got you. And look, we're on to the last of this because we do have... Uh, hurricane that's coming in. If you can kind of go in and go through the process because now they're talking about this hurricane supposed to be passing through coming up this Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, um, can you go ahead and kind of go through, look, 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 I'm talking about heavy as the crown yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, that has to go in and deal with these decisions. Can you go ahead and kind of walk us through uh-uh. of what happens inside of your office whenever you make decisions to go to school on Monday or not go to school right. on Monday? Can you just kind of walk yeah, us through
1: Yeah, and I appreciate that. that that's a great lead-in to it, because it's not just one person ever making any kind of decision with, with stuff like this. Now, at the end of the day, it's one person that has to <laughs> carry that decision, but, uh, but we've got a great team of folks. Mr. Roy Rochelle is our risk manager and he, he's a tremendous asset to our our district and you know like we talked about kind of before we came on the show you know we we get the reports directly from the National Weather Center so we we kind of have some of the most accurate projections it's the same projections that KLB is going to wind up using on on their broadcast that's as well my, my, my yeah <laughs> that's right but uh but so you know we, we we watch it and with us being so far inland right so so you're not just looking at what the what the storm's going to look like when it hits hits the the land, you're looking at what's it going to look like by the time it gets 200 miles right. inland, yes. right? And as yes. we experienced last year with oh Laura and them, I mean, they were still some pretty big bad storms yes, last yeah. year. I, 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 um, they were possessed, <laughs> right? So, so at this point where we are at, we, we you know, I watched the four o'clock, or I, I got the four o'clock briefing. You know, we're going to look at it and see what it looks like tomorrow. As of right now, it does look like it's it's trying to lean a little bit more eastward, which puts us more on that westward uh, side. Gotcha. Uh, which for a hurricane, that's kind of if you want if you got to be in one, that's, that's the side the you want to be in, it, as I understand it. Okay. So. Um, so, you know, what what we're doing is we, we watch it and then and then we start, you know, weighing the decisions to make. You know, I, I had an email earlier today that, you know, somebody was like, hey, uh, I know you're probably watching this. You know, last year you waited till Sunday night before you made the decision, <laughs> to, which I'm going to tell you, you know, my, my motif is... We gotta have school. We gotta have we school. Gotta have school. Yes. I mean, there yes. there there's a there's a lot of things that that happen when we don't have school, and, yes. and meaning our our community. But at the same time, I also believe in keeping people safe. And I know people, can you know, some people down. want to evacuate if they feel like it's going to get bad. So we, uh, uh, presumably tomorrow, you know, as that storm, acts, you know, it's still getting into you know. the Gulf right now. We yeah. really don't right. know what it's going to do right. once it gets in the Gulf. Is it going to, you know. Hang tight, get bigger. You know what's it going to do? Is it going to keep spinning over to the right, to the east side, or, or what? But, but we're we're watching. Um, you know, there's several charts there that tell you what the uh, the the probability of hurricane force winds at certain times and things like that. Obviously. You know, if there's a chance of us having hurricane force winds, we're not fixing to put buses on roads and right. pick up kids and right. stuff like right. that. So, um, you know, it, it's a it's a heavy decision, like so many of the others. But but we just have to watch it and rely on the facts. You know, one one day last year, I don't know if y'all remember, we uh, we sent everybody home because uh, yes, I, 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 yes, I'm not going to tell y'all. Well, yeah, well, because I've already said it. Look, I started calling it. You know, everybody's like, well, 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 the the weather forecaster said y'all need to be sending them home. You know, and it's like, and so sure enough, you know, that's what we did. And, uh, I, I called uh, somebody or texted, texted my group. Look, at three thirty, I'm sitting on my porch waiting on the rain right. to come. It yeah, hadn't started man, yet. It had started. You know? it's like y'all yeah. told me we couldn't be having these kids on buses and stuff. But anyway, it's uh, on, uh we're watching this storm. I think it they upgraded it to a a, a tropical depression number yeah. nine or something yeah. like that uh, just a little while ago. So we'll watch it tomorrow and see. And right now,
0: it just looks like a bad Coach O'Kelly play. Right now, because, uh, <laughs> you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it, it has lines all over the place, and I mean, they, they color coordinated. I got to right. give them that. They got but, all uh, kinds uh, of colors, but in, but, uh, but in it, you know, um, we always like to go ahead and end every one of our segments with a word of the day, mm-hmm. and it can be about anything. It can mm-hmm. be about you know community. It can be about what's happening in school. Mm-hmm. It can be about what's happening in life. Mm-hmm. Just a message that you kind of feel like that needs to be said. But Coach Clark, I would like for you to go ahead and start on this one.
2: The, the trap that I, I felt tonight in this conversation has been rule, 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 rule that led to something large. Don't ever allow wherever you are to keep you from pushing and believing God's plan for your life. Yeah. Just because you come from a small area doesn't mean that God doesn't have great in line for you. And so tonight, that would be my story for everybody that's in, that's listening, or even today, tomorrow, whenever they listen. Listen to the story and understand that people who come from small areas can accomplish big things as long as they trust the plan that God has for their lives. And they have to walk that plan out every single day, even when it doesn't look like it is working out for their good. We have to remember that Romans 8.28 says all things work for
1: the good. Amen. 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 Powerful word, Coach. And uh, you know, I, I guess the the one word that I'll use and and coach will remember from the first day of of school that the teachers were back that I gave through via Zoom, uh, and that's intentionality, man. Uh, when when JFK pronounced that we were going to put a man on the moon, the technology did not even exist yeah. to do it. Yet in less than ten years, we were able to do that. So I know there are going to be people listening to this podcast that that you may not know what your next steps going to be. You may not know you know where the where the next you know what what the next move is for your family. All I can say is what what God has proven in in my life is that when I set my mind on him, trust in him in in everything that I do and but work do everything as unto the Lord. Yes. That 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 with that level of intentionality, he's going to give us a dream, he's going to give us a vision. And, and then we, you just work. Just get it done. Be intentional. And uh, and I, I'm just, we couldn't, couldn't, wouldn't have been here without him. And yes. I'm just thankful for that.
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. You know, um, I I did a little bit of reading this this last week. And I ran across something that was called the Feltman's Effect. And this kind of moved me a piece, Coach. It moved me because what it says is when we have so many safeguards, in a roundabout way, we become more reckless. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Now, I was reading the story talking about football. And one of the main problems with football today is individuals leading with their head. It's causing so many issues. But it says if you go back in before time when they dealt with leather helmets, guess what they didn't hit with? Their heads. But it seems like the more safety or the protection to protect, we've become more reckless. Okay? Now, he goes on to talk about how cars have changed. There were cars that didn't even have seat belts. Okay. Literally, I still remember my mama every time she hit the brakes, she tried to go and put a hand to go and stop me. That's right. Okay? But now we have airbags all over the place. And now we even have driver assisted cars. Mm. And it talks about this study that more individuals with driver assist cars are more likely to get into that car impaired Mm. after drinking. It has made us more reckless. It has made us before this time, it had people flying through windshields. Mm. But now, We still are safe. Now, I push to this level right here to get to this point. It talks about how our life with COVID has changed. This is an old school virus. This is as old school as smallpox, it is killing and it is doing a lot of things. But in this story, it talks about who are the most reckless of the two groups, the vaccinated or the unvaccinated. Mm. It mentions that the unvaccinated mm. are more reckless than the vaccinated because we're willing to test it. Some of us that are becoming vaccinated, we're saying, we don't need masks anymore. Mm. I'm vaccinated. We don't need to go on with these precautions because this is what more. I don't want you to lose your grip. I don't want you to go ahead and say, well, I have vaccination, but guess what? We can still infect other people. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. want to go ahead and tell everybody, do not become reckless in your decisions just because we have precautions, I want us to heed the rules. Yeah. I want us to make sure that we follow it to a T so we can have football, so we can have these gatherings. So LSU is saying you have to be vaccinated to be this. We hear these things. Let's not be reckless. Let's not be reckless with something that is affecting so many of our loved ones. If you are vaccinated, please still wear your mask. Yes. If you are If you are having this, please just stay hold of those things that we hold dear. Just like, how do we fix this? We fix this by all of us saying, let's do the right thing. Mm -hmm. That's my message today. And let's not go ahead and actually create more reckless behavior just because we have one thing. Just like with football and just like with, um, with, with, with a car and everything else like that. I like to go ahead and think. Mr. Jeff Powell, for just coming out here. You know what I'm saying? And just thank you for for just blessing us with your presence, blessing us with your words, blessing the people to hear your voice and understand how much of a compassionate man and how much of human that you are and that truly you have walked in the same places that a lot of these people have walked in. Mm -hmm. And in it, in all of this, that I know that your office is always open and understand that even however mad they want to be with you, that... You still come to to work with a smile on your face every day. You, you know what I'm saying? And I mean that is something that's bigger than than anything. When you walk out of that uh, out of that job, you can't just close the door. You're still working at home
1: every day.
0: I'm talking about, and that's the situation that we run into every day as coaches. That's the answer we run into mentors. When you're at the store, you can't go in and take it off. Hmm. It is being Superman, but never being able to be Clark Kent. Yeah. You can't turn it off. While everyone else has these opportunities, but guess what? The real leaders wouldn't have it any other way. That's right. I want to make sure that we all just take a moment and, um, just reflect on life and, and 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 just smile find a reason to smile and always remember it's a game time. good luck
1: community people, this
0: is gang time family it's gang time awareness there are moments when gang time gets serious And always remember good luck and godspeed and godspeed and godspeed